What's going on, folks? You are listening to The Quarter Note, an album review podcast. Four musically inclined individuals analyze a single project at a time. I'm Jcast. I'm Jelani Carter. I'm Andre Dowdy. I am someone who just wants this year to end already. Just burn it to the ground. Tracks. I'm with you. Um, today we are diving into our favorite records of 2021. Our lists will comprise of our top 10 records, the initial five being our honorable mentions, and the remaining being our top 10. Uh, being our top five. five. Yes. The other the five. The other five. The hot five, the weak Correct. five. Correct. I wouldn't say weak. Everything. I know, I know. Okay. Everything I have on this That's list. That's what the internet wants. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm excited to hear what everybody fucked with this year. Um, I know I'm going to get flack for a lot of these, but 100%, whatever. I'm here for the smoke, honestly. I'm here for it. This motherfucking Jake, bro. Um, <laughs> Looking like pancakes every time, bro. Dude. I, I, bro, no, one no, album no, 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 no. Come to, on. There's one album going to flame you. Come on. Do, there's one album. You cannot. Flame. You cannot. All right. It's just funny. It, let's, let's, get funny. Let's, let's just get it's there. It's not a game. Let's just get there. All right. Let's just get there. It, it's, it never was a game, bro. It's your life. Okay, so... I'll start. Um, my honorable mentions are in no particular order. Um, so I'm just going to say uh, as number 10, I got West Side Gun Hitler Wears Hermes Side A. It was a it was a competition between A and Side B, but they both slap. Like mm-hmm. they're just they're really good, but I, I feel like the production of Side A resonates with me a little bit more than side B. Um, and I just feel like West Side Gun like really shows himself as a producer, like as a curator on that record. Um and just probably one of the best curators yo, in crazy the like, game right now. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Like we're, we're just not gonna talk about DJ Khaled. I was just gonna say no, DJ Khaled <laughs> wishes he was West Side Gun, honestly. He, yeah, bro. his entire I think, career. I think DJ Khaled thinks he's on the same level of curation as West Side Gun, and he's definitely not. He's not. Like, West Side Gun will make pretty much any fire album out of any artist. <laughs> like, I can almost guarantee yeah. DJ Khaled has never heard any Griselda track ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, wow. the the that's fair. yeah the that's new fair. <laughs> the, he's like the new gangster grills like sound of the streets just yeah so it, yeah side A slaps highly recommend it um next I got Nas King's Disease two I hmm. ran this album back many times um I know Nas kind of gets the gets flack for for sounding. <laughs> Nazing it up, yeah, sounded like Nas. <laughs> but I feel like whenever he teams up with Hit Boy, like Hit Boy does a good job of like making him not sound so preachy and kind of asking another side of him from what we've heard. Mm-hmm. And I feel like these last few, th- these last few slew of albums that we've got from King's Disease One and Two and his latest magic, record right? magic yeah. um magic was good. magic was, yeah it. magic was really good um yeah it this album sat with me really well also the narrative portions of this record were really telling and kind of unique 
and I mean, Hit Boy just is an anomaly of a producer. Like I don't know how he does it, <laughs> but he just keeps cranking out hits every time. I don't know how he Hit does Boy. it. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that. Uh, at number eight, I got Summer Walker. Still over it. Yo, a lot of people, a lot of people bump this album. Honestly, like the uh i i didn't really have too many feelings about over it i liked over it mainly because it was just like vibey music it was just like music you throw in the background chill whatever um this one has so much more of a narrative to it and she just sounds frustrated and angry and emotional and i just love how direct she is on this and i feel like um there's just a lot to be said about that in R&B where like so much music now that occupy that space um, is just vibes, but like this is very direct and there's, there's a story and there's a reason for what she's saying. And I like it. I mean, taking context out of it, like you may think whatever you want to think about her as a person. Um, speaking solely on the music thought it was a good record thought it was a really good listen um and yeah i, I dug that heavily uh next i got mad lib sound ancestors um forgot how much i love this record just as a beat tape and simple fact that i love mad lib it's crazy if you like beats like this is this is the album for you um and the last on my list of honorable mentions is Isaiah Rashad. The house is burning. Now, the reason why um, this is on here, I overlooked. Uh, I just overlooked the meaning of this album when I first when I first heard it because just given how sleepy and low effort this was. Um, but I can't deny how much I ran this back. For one, it was like vibes when I needed it. Um, I love like the southern drawl of this record. Um, the note the the nods to to three six mafia and like goody mob and um just how uh how like homey it feels. Um it just gave me a lot of sense of 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 um of a like just how brave it was because understanding the context and where the last few years how the last few years were for him and how traumatic they were um this not necessarily being a direct narrative on that or a direct take on those years this stands as a and this is what you said dre um this kind of stages itself as a departure from that so at the time i took it as like oh he's like undercutting what he should be doing and taking the easy way out but now i see him more as brave you know um and yeah like i keep listening to it i keep bumping it He's got a lot of like um catchy tunes and hooks on here and yeah, listen, it's 
one of my favorite albums of the year. Not saying it's the greatest album of all time, but I I just fucked with it. I ran it back a lot. Um. Okay, so here are my top five. Mm-hmm. I guess you can put this in order from five to one. The thing is that I'm I keep looking at it, I'm keep telling myself maybe this is four. No, maybe this is two. Um, but we just gonna run it. Whatever. Uh at number five, I got Pink Sifu Gumbo. Mm. Oh man, I thought that's about an album that I, too. I wish I listened to that Yo, album more, man. Let me tell you. I just didn't. Let me tell you. Uh, so gumbo is exactly what the name suggests. Um it with respect to the dish. It's a hodgepodge of different sounds from dusty trap beats to triplet rhythms to spacey jazz influenced beats. This album is a collage. It's fire. Like, and it's, it's abstract in its design, which kind of leaves more of an inter- interpretation to the beholder. And it's, it's strange all at the same time. And I guess one may look at it and say, like, what is this? But as you dive deeper into the record, it forms so many different layers and introduces you to something new at every turn, and it keeps you on your toes. Um, nothing about this record says this is refined, quote unquote, but it challenges the very framework of the music that, they pl- that it plays off of. Um, so I see that more as ambition. And him just kind of taking what we all understand is music and just tilting it and like i just ran this album back many times every time i listened to it i found something new it was just fire it's just a great listen um yeah definitely not for the faint of heart though like you keep an open mind when you're listening to this record um of course at number four i have jasmine sullivan Hotels. Nice. Yeah, I had to be nice, reminded that nice, I really, nice, really, nice. really loved that album when I was. Like, I yeah, to I listened to it year. again right before I put it on, and I was just like, "This album still feels like the first time I listened to it." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this album embodies a strong woman's insight into love, affection, honesty, trust, sex, relationships. Um, And it's good because it just puts all those nuances of intimacy and female sexuality up front and center and has an honest conversation about it. And I love the sequence of this record too. So that was an easy one for me. Um, Number three, I got Tyler, the creator, call me if you get lost. Of Mm -hmm. course. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Other, if you haven't listened to this, what is he doing? Um, But Mm-hmm. It has a lot of bravado and it has a lot of gravitas. And it's like, it's just hip hop excellence. Like, DJ Drama being on here was for me like a beautiful thing because uh, I grew up listening to Gangster Grills mixtapes and understanding it as being the sound of the streets. Now, decades later, Drama having amassed all the success and reputation that he has. He pairs with Tyler, kind of an anomaly in his own respect, um, being provocative, but also being so musically diverse. It just makes this pairing feel so gorgeous. Like, 
I don't know, it's beyond words for me, but it's a great listen too because Tyler Tyler is a, a a really good producer and he does a good job of getting so many people in the same room together and uh just a really good album if you feel like feeling like the shit. <laughs> so yeah. And big ups to him for for flexing too. He deserves it. Um mm. Number two, Topaz Jones, Don't Go Telling Your Mama. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, this album was old school cool for me. Like, it, 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 it has, like, a feel of nostalgia, and it almost feels like I'm looking at a photograph in Sapia. You know what I mean? Like... Mm. It just, it just is, it's honest and autobiographical and it's cool and it just sounds warm and inviting and smooth and it's just an easygoing experience and didn't know Topaz was so good as a wordsmith and he really outdone himself choosing the, getting the production for this record um I, and i'm just now i'm just super excited to hear what else he has so so yeah that one's that one's good and at number one um i got figmore jumbo street that shit is a bop man yo <laughs> nice i love this album in so many ways it's crazy like um contextually like I just love how contextually sound this this record is. Just it has a lot of depth, and sonically, the fuzzy and analog vibe of this record just feels like a warm hug. <laughs> it makes me smile every time I listen to this record, and every time I listen to it, it takes me to a far and distant place. Like, um, and on top of that, we all know and love Juice, and yeah so big ups to him because i listen to a lot of shit and it's not easy for me to just like put my finger on like my favorite but like this one was like hands down my favorite this this year so yeah that's mm. my top 10 okay okay <laughs> okay no 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 bad no bad so you passed you passed the bar Next is Jelani. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So <laughs> my my list, all of it, like the honorable mentions and the top five, is like in no particular order. Um, I enjoyed pretty much like all everything that I'm about to talk about. I, I enjoyed quite a lot listening to. Um, and I was even kind of editing the list down a little bit while you were talking, just because I was like, "Do I like this as much or whatever?" Um. So first album I'm going to talk about is Red Hand Akimbo by the duo Paris, Texas, um, who I also saw live this year, which was incredible. Um, yeah, it's like a rap rock type of vibe. Definitely early NERD vibes. Um, I discovered them about like a year and a half ago, just like randomly. I think one of their videos was a... Uh, recommended to me on youtube and i was like let me just check this out and then i just got obsessed um so really really enjoy this album if, if you're like sh like 
craving like a cool black punk type of vibe i highly recommend listening to that album um, and i just need more black people to make kind of like rock inspired music because we just do it so well it just it just sounds awesome i just love the way that aesthetic looks like even like during their live show they were they came on stage in suits and had angel wings and they were just like killing it and like had lights going off and smoke and i was like this is the most insane shit i've ever seen in my life so like really really tight um next album is shut the fuck up talking to me by zach fox uh be surprised i feel like you guys are surprised it's not in like my top five five but like i listened to this album a lot and i enjoyed it a lot but the other albums i'm going to talk about a little bit later i, I enjoyed a little bit more but yeah man fucking for a, a first album uh like really knocked it out the park like i i love the fact that even though um Zach Fox is a comedian and I feel like people may think he doesn't take his craft seriously, whether that's making music or uh, jokes. Like, I love the fact that he has such a like, like lackadaisical yet caring approach to the music. Like, if you listen back to our episode when we were talking about this album, like I mentioned and like I read some of the interviews with him and he like really was trying to capture a vibe um that he like grew up on and like really dip into his like Atlanta Southern roots and try to convey that feel also still being himself and, and, you know, injecting jokes and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so like if I, I, you know, I mean, you guys know how I feel about this album. Just go back to that episode, like 10 out of 10 for me. Um, so I love that. Uh, I don't know how I feel about saying this is the next one on the honorable mentions list. Um, I feel like it should be in my top five, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, Mm. Certified Lover Boy. I know. I knew Drake. it. <laughs> um, Certified what is Lover Boy by Drake. Um, I knew it. No, that's right where it should be. No, nah, nah, it should definitely be higher. <laughs> it, it should definitely be higher. But bro, we shouldn't even be on the list. You know it. About that. Shut the fuck up. Um, respectfully. Uh, <laughs> <What>? yeah. <laughs> I mean, what can I say? It's the six god. It's the boy. You oh know what I mean? God. Like, I are you stupid? Are you that. dumb, fam? Like, are you serious? Like, what are we even saying, oh fam? Um, I want to throw hands. Yeah, that. I mean, it's one of the top albums of the year. Nothing but slaps on there. I don't care how you felt about it. I feel weird about him withdrawing all this shit from the Grammys, but, you know, that's neither here or there. Um, but, yeah, obviously, I enjoyed that album quite a lot. Um Vince Staples by Vince Staples, another album I enjoyed a lot in my honorable mentions. I, I it definitely should be a little bit higher, but <clears throat> I, I don't. I haven't like really listened to it outside of those first couple months that it came out, and I think that's why it's a little bit lower. All the albums that I listen, my real top five, I I listened throughout the year pretty consistently. So I think that's where I I keep like that merit. Besides like Certified Lover Boy, like I've been playing it since it came out. Um, but yeah, Vince Staples by Vince Staples. It's him, Kenny Beats. Uh, a more somber type of approach to his music. I think very reminiscent of his earlier um, style. Uh, that whole middle of his career has been very like kind of like, I don't want to say hyper pop focus, but definitely a little bit more mainstream focus, um, at least with like the sound, not really the lyrics. The lyrics is still, you know, you can get your head shot off. But like outside of that, like the way the beat sound was definitely more like an energetic type of thing. Um and Vince Staples by Vince Staples was definitely like a return to form that I feel like a lot of like hardcore fans that were like a fan of like the Shine Cold Chain era. Um, and uh, what was the name of his first album? I don't remember the name of his first album, but uh, that whole vibe. 
um next up oh, the summertime yeah summertime whatever? 06 that's what it is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So if you're a fan of that era of Vince Staples, I think you'll definitely enjoy the maturity and the the sonics of uh, his self-titled LP that came out this year. Um, and then last of the honorable mentions, Mother by Cleo Soul. Absolutely loved that album. I get emotional every single time I hear it. Uh, I don't know how I even got put on to Cleo Soul. Actually, I do know how I got put on to Cleo Soul. I think around the time it came out, a lot of people that I followed on Twitter were like talking about him, like, hey, if you really want that real R&B back or some soulful vibes, listen to it. And I'm like, fire. And then I do a little more research and I already loved her because she's a part of Salt. And I was like, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Mother by Cleo Soul, fantastic album. And I think my dad recently got put on to her too, because hey. my mom and my dad discovered Colors, the YouTube channel. Oh, and they're like, nice. you ever heard of like Colors? And I'm like, yes, dad, I, I have. And he's like, yeah, I've been listening to Cleo Soul lately. It has a lot of nice artists. I'm like, yeah, like you know, it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, so time to get into my my top five, probably my most listened albums of the year. Uh, no particular order. Side B of Hitler Wears Hermes by West Side Gun is my personal favorite. I think that was the side I bumped the most. I did play uh, Side A a lot, but Side B is the one I, I've returned to the most. I don't know. For some reason, it's just the songs on there just hit for me. I love hearing crime over beats. That's my shit. All right. Tell me all the felonies. All right. Over some some slow drum loops. Fucking chef's kiss. So, Yeah. Um, if Orange Was a Place by Thames is another album on there. Loved. Oh, wow. It's like an EP yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. so crazy. But, you know, yeah. I played the shit out of that <laughs> that project. So good. I love her voice. It's so unique. It's so fire. She can do no wrong in my eyes. Every single song I've heard from her, every single feature I've heard from her, freaking amazing. So If Orange Was a Place by Thames up there. Loved it. Um, Way to the World by Maxo Cream. Enjoy that album a lot. I, I'm a I, I'm a big Maxo Cream fan. As I mean, I'm pretty sure I said that on uh, our episode when we reviewed this album. But man, it's just like the maturity, the bars, the narrative, just everything. He was just really, really in his bag this album. And I and I I highly implore people like if you haven't really like listened to Maxo Cream before and you and I and you want like the best version of him i think this might be it uh personally i love uh max on 187 and the persona tape like those two back and back i think it's like if you really want to understand where he came from and like like that definitely listen to those but if, if you're just kind of like just getting into him like i just want to hear how good he is now then way to the world is is perfect um next is call me if you get lost by tyler all the reasons why I, Cass loves it i love it he's incredible he's like one of the best uh visionary musicians out right now he's just amazing like i i can't even it's i don't know i don't even want to even fully get into it because we all know why we love tyler <clears throat> and my top pick which is definitely my number one and you know, my most listened to artist of 2021 is michigan boy boat by Lil Yachty. <laughs> you were listening to it yesterday, oh. and I was like, "This has to be in the top Bro, five." Bro. This shit. has to be. I, he you is were raving about that I, shit the whole I'm, year. Okay, all right, all right, cool. Let me talk my shit. All right, Lil Yachty is probably my favorite rapper right now. 
like 100%. I like over Drake right now. I which is crazy for me to say. Damn. Over the boy? Bro, there's something about Lil Yachty, man. I, I don't care how you niggas feel about him. He has fucking bars <laughs> and he has the vision and he picks amazing beats and he's dope as hell. He's fly as fuck. Like, bro, and the cool the like one of my favorite parts about this is like when he dives into a culture or fucks with some rappers, you know what I mean? Sorry for cursing so much this episode cast. Like, he really tries to understand that culture and give back to that community and just like put people on he, his love for Detroit and Flint is not a gimmick. He really does love that, that city, those two cities and love the artists in those cities. Um, if I think you, if to go to get like the, the real scope of, of, of that, I think you should watch his, um, he put out two episodes of his like vlog series about the time of him making it. And I think that's a really good, uh, a really good taste of like, how that process was and, and the camaraderie of those two cities and just that whole overall vibe and just Michigan rap, that whole flow Flint and Detroit is just fire. It's so good. It's, it's some of the most creative, funny, sinister, unique uh, music out right now. Like rap genres out right now. It's just, it's truly incredible. Um, and Lil Yachty inserts himself perfectly and, and gives the right people the, the right amount of shine. It's just incredible. Um, so, yeah, so Michigan Boy Boat is definitely 100% my favorite album of the year. Um, I, I was even listening to his fucking SoundCloud. He has, like, a uh, like a leak SoundCloud where he just puts all of his unreleased music up. That's, like, my most played songs on SoundCloud this year. Like, it's real. The love is real. Um, even bought his nail polish this year. The love for Lil Yachty is real. So, uh, that's it for me. Um, I do have like honorable, honorable mentions, but I don't even want to get into that because I'm not trying to take up too much time. So I think uh, Dre isn't. If anything, Jelani, Jelani, let's get to those. Yeah, later, yeah, yeah no, I'm good. I'm good I I'm also good. have honorable, yeah, yeah, honorable nah. mentions. Uh, yeah. But Dre, I think it's uh, your turn. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I had a hard time making this list just because I feel like I really didn't listen to a lot of stuff like crazy this year. So. I'm not even like 100% confident. Sorry to cut you off, but you say that like every year. And then your list ends up being crazy long. Yeah. I don't even want to hear it. Let's hear this damn (laughs) list. (laughs) Because I already know it's going to be crazy anyways. You're right. You're absolutely right. Let me live. I felt like this year, though, like in the same way that like you guys had to like go back and listen to things and remember how much you listened to things. Like I knew the Jasmine Sullivan album came out this year. Loved it, but forgot about it not long after it came out and then you guys said it and then i listened to it like maybe like a month ago and i was like damn this album's great and then forgot to listen same, to it again same so like that it's all like in my honorable mentions section honorable honorable mentions like that's in there of course but yeah so like these albums obviously are again as everyone kind of put it re- reflected on like how much i listen to them <laughs> um and then like you know how i feel about them creatively blah 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 but to start um i always feel like i have to put an instrumental album on here somewhere so to start, I put Kiefer's Between Days. Um, Kiefer's just been a, a banger of a, a an artist, a producer, a piano player, of course. He's been popping up on a lot of people's projects. Um, I think he even popped up on Drake's project this year, as a matter of fact. So Kiefer's kind of been a go-to piano guy for, for the last couple of years. Um, I think the Between Days project is the last project in this kind of trilogy that he was working on for Stone's Throw, if I'm not mistaken. Um, 
Yeah, this is one of those albums that I put on in the background while I'm doing shit, but like it definitely sets the mood in a way. Um, and Kiefer's music kind of always does that for me. I'm just a big fan of Kiefer generally. So um, Kiefer Between Days is my number 10 in the honorable mention section. Um, number nine is from an artist that I found out about through the house music circles um, as opposed to the traditional genre that she's a part of. But um, this album's called Black Acid Soul by uh, Lady Blackbird. Um, kind of has the the sound of like a traditional like jazz singer, like a vocal jazz singer. Um, and the whole album is kind of just like piano, standout bass, um, maybe some drums here and there, and maybe like another instrument, be that a saxophone or a trumpet or something like that. But I like this album kind of makes me want to be in a bar smoking a cigarette, like with like an old fashioned in my hand and old fashioned is just too much for me. And I don't smoke cigarettes. So <laughs> something's happening there. So something's working. Uh, on that album but yeah and then it's cool removed from the context of the, the the remixes that are done that she's been putting out before the album even came out it's cool to hear her just kind of by herself um without all of the the, the doodads and and whatnot so it was really cool to hear that album so uh black acid soul by lady blackbird is number nine for me um number eight is isaiah rashad's the house is burning um that album, I think, as 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 Cass has caught up uh, with the album, that's how I kind of felt about it initially. Like, obviously, like in in the abstract picture, this is a really good album. If you start kind of like breaking down on the nitty gritty and trying to like weave something together, it doesn't make sense because it's not meant to do that. But again, also another album where like you can put it on passively and find yourself just enjoying the ride all the way through. And I think in 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 a as a follow-up to the Sun's tirade, I think there are some good things that happen there. And there's a lot of potential for other things that Rashad could do. Um, even on like a kind of like a single kind of lane too, like Lay With You and um, From the Garden, like those really could be a part of another Isaiah Rashad album that could really kind of jump out the house for to be corny. Um, so... <laughs> excited to see what happens with uh isaiah now that he's kind of back in the swing of things um number seven way to the world by maxo cream came out from left field because i knew about maxo i'd known the album beforehand was that brandon banks the mm -hmm. one before this one mm -hmm. I, I had known about out that album but i never actually sat down to listen to maxo i was um i was i was surprised and happy that I got the chance to listen to this album because it does what it does very well. So now I know that Maxo is kind of the heavyweight that he is looking forward to even more stuff with him. Um, so that's number seven, number six, the last in my honorable mention section is indeed Vince Staples by Vince Staples. Again, this, the demeanor of this album is everything that I really love. And I think it takes all of the, the humor in, invents stables and paints it on the proper canvas to let him tell the story that he wants to or has been telling for the past x amount of years um and i think it's it's the no frills kind of album that we've been looking for from vince if you're a fan of just kind of the rap stuff and, I, and of course being a follow-up from fm with kenny like they're just kind of firing on all cylinders and this one kind of fires in all cylinders in a different way which is cool um but yeah Vince Staples, Vince Staples is number six. 
Now my top five. Top five. I mean, my fifth album in my top five came out of nowhere. I don't know who this cat even is. I found this album by accident. And I've been talking about this album for at least three-fourths of the whole year. Um, that's In the Loop by DC. South London oh, rapper. Oh, yeah. 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 Banger, he showed me dude. that song I, he was rapping over the Garage Beats. I was like, what? <laughs> Bro, I love this album. I think it's all of like the UK production styles that I love all on one. I mean, like straight hip hop. You've got the garage stuff. You just got all of these really great textures over somebody who just sounds like he's very comfortable in all of these pockets. Uh, DC's also a rapper I know because of Nux. They've got like some tracks where they bounce off each other. And I love Nux too. I love the sound of Nux. So um, this album, I can almost play this album, no skips all the way through. The same thing for Vince Staples. The same for Max O'Cream, Isaiah Rashad, Lady Blackbird, and Kiefer. But this album kind of took hold of my world. And it was one of those albums where I was like, why isn't everyone talking about this album? Like this album is crazy front to back. And it just felt like it was like, it's almost like currency putting on another mixtape. Like it's good. You'll listen to it. Cool. And I was like, what's, what do you mean? This is it. So that's number five for me. That's in the loop by DC. Number four, number four, number three. Um, I had to put in here because I knew it's again, one of those albums that I can put on and go about my business doing whatever it is I have to do. Um, number four is talk memory by bad, bad, not good. Um, a little bit of a departure for Bad, Bad, Not Good in the kind of uh, casual sense, if you know them. They're kind of known initially for kind of doing these like either hip-hop-infused jazz-influenced songs. Obviously on the third album, or fourth rather, their fourth album, they kind of matured it in that way, kind of making these you know popular tunes with jazz sensibilities with a lot of features coming from different people. Now on this album, it's even more of a departure from that going to a more i want to say say straightforward jazz sound but leaning more into their jazz sensibilities that they kind of learned at a younger age or whatever the case um they kind of go into the more um spiritual jazz side of things um and this album was kind of like a fresh reset for them if indeed they want to continue down that realm or it's just to show that they have the chops to do this 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 lane of jazz so um talk memory by bad bad not good number four number three was an album that i did not know what it was going to sound like and i heard a lot of people talking about but it was one of these albums that like is is like a sonic experience all the way through, and I'm not one to listen to classical music too much. I'll have a couple, uh, I have a couple of artists who are kind of labeled as classical, but kind of like a new breed of classical uh, artists, like Oliver Oliver Arnolds and um, uh, Nils Fromm are kind of two contemporary composers that I've been listening to recently, um, but. Promises by Floating Points, Pharaoh Sanders, and the London Symphony Orchestra was just an album that like is is a sonic, obviously like sonic experience sounds like a cop out, but it's something that like fully captivated me from beginning to end. It sounds like uh, a soundtrack for a movie. It's just movements. I think it's like seven or eight movements, um, but something that 
manages to like keep you enthralled from beginning to end. Um, and that was kind of, and, and of course I think I said this last year about the music that I was really privy to. I'll say this again about this year, the music that I was listening to really is on the softer side of things sonically. And I think you'll see that with my first album, my, my number one album, but a lot of the music that I listen to, at least in palette, sounds like the color blue for lack of a better term. Like a lot of the things I want to listen to are kind of like cool out, chill out vibes. Obviously, like that's why Vince Staples and Isaiah Rashad pop up on this list. A lot of the things that I listen to are very quote unquote cool. Vince Staples sounding like the color blue is very on brand. Haha. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, I mean, yes, obviously. Okay, yes, yes, yes. We got it. The gigs. <laughs> okay. Um, the color clue. No. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> oh, oh. Come on, come on, come on. It's right there, right there. <laughs> Low hanging fruit. Um, number two, Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler Creator. Obviously, really great album front to back. So no no conversation there. Number one for me is Figurine by Wayne Snow. Oh, that's crazy. Wow. An album that I've listened to aggressively front to back. Now, my Spotify top whatever is always influenced by the fact that I listen to a playlist aggressively and I listen to one song aggressively for the past two years. I've listened to Midnight on Rainbow Road by Leon Vinehall aggressively for the past two years. Like it's just an ambient song. I could put on it, do whatever I want to do. So obviously it's hard to even like gauge what I was listening to when my top 10 top whatever is so skewed by the fact that i play this playlist a lot that has that song and i play this ambient playlist that i can just put on when i'm trying to chill when i'm trying to focus whatever this album happened to break through some of that noise uh and i realized when the album came out when i we were preparing to, to listen to uh, talk about it i love the album so much because again it's another cop out of a term but another sonic experience that i kind of uh, envelops you in a way that uh, I was I was extremely pleased, especially knowing some of some of Snow's work with other electronic producers, and then his previous album, which was more kind of dance house infused. Uh, I was really pleased to see where this album went. Um, so, yeah, my top album this year is Figurine by Wayne Snow. I like it literally just got wrapped up in that album in a way that was able to break through the noise. And when I like couldn't think of something to listen to, I was like, all right, I'm just going to listen to Wayne Snow and then keep it moving. So yeah, that's my top 10. And then my honorable wrenches are all over the place. It's fucking stupid. Like to like Topaz Jones is on there for like my honorable honorable mentions, Jasmine Sullivan. Um, you just, you guys reminded me again of Figmore and Thames. Like those two were in the rotation when they were, when they dropped, obviously Zach Fox is in there. But like I was, I didn't even like register that. Like it was good. I listened to it. I remember all the lyrics and shit. Like good album, front to back, whatever. Brock Hampton was on that honorable mentions list because that album I really enjoyed when we listened to it. And I forgot how solid of an album that is, front to back too. Um, and then the homie Quarter Quarter put out an album this year. Another album that I got kind of wrapped up in pretty late, but um, didn't crack the top ten. But anyway, that's my top ten. Um, all right, yeah, I'm gonna try to. Try to summarize, be concise. To Shout out the whole Um Yes. I all right. I would say for context, my list is very scattered in a way that it's hard to pin down 
exactly why I chose these albums other than that I believe at the time that they came out they just like really struck a chord with me in that moment so I kind of view these albums in a way where when I listen to them I'm instantly transported to that time it came out because it stuck with me during that time period um so to kick it off honorable mentions Zach Fox great first outing from somebody that does a lot of different things um very surprised first time i saw the little preview with um (laughs) the self-titled track with alchemist i could not believe that he actually got an alchemist beat and that i'm sure alchemist probably told him you better step your fucking game up if i'm giving you this beat and that he did um yeah very concise project it's a fun listen all the way through um next is lately i feel everything by willow smith that was another i was debating Uh, putting that on my list too pop punk really pop punk we back i i just loved how raw it was it really stuck out to me that it felt like she made it in her garage like the more i kept listening to it i'm like you know it really sounds like hey listen she just wanted to get something out she was stuck at home and that's what she gave us and i think i liked how minimal it was and how it kind of just cut through the point and really showed that She's able to kind of really, really expand her her sound. Um, Next, I have uh, LP by JPEG Mafia. Peggy. Really? You know what? There's a lot. There's a few good tracks on there where I'm like, because for me, it's just every time I hear another Peggy album, like this dude really just does whatever the fuck he wants. (laughs) No, Peggy's that dude, though. Peggy so it was just like when I heard this, I'm like, "Yo, Peggy is just keep he just keeps going." Like that I cannot believe undefeated, undefeated. undefeated. So oh. and he rapped over one of my favorite like prog metal tracks where I was like, "You shouldn't rap over this at all," but you did it anyways. <laughs> and for though I'm talking about the song, the song's called End Credits, and I just was like, I'm listening. I'm like, I know the song very well. I'm like, how, first of all, how do you know it? And then why did you decide to rap over it? <laughs> but he did well, it anyways. It? <laughs> yeah. Um, after that is, uh, talk memory, bad, bad, not good. Uh, I remember when it first came out, me and Dre were talking about it and you were, you know, of course mentioning how it veers away from the hip hop influences into more jazz. And I like what they did that a lot of the songs are really free flowing. They're on the longer side, but they really kind of take you through a journey and it's very soft. You know, you can listen to it, put it on in the background and it just kind of moves and takes you through the motions. Um, the last of the honorable mentions out of left field. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone knows. I really listened to this person. Uh, Daddy's Home by St. Vincent. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I've listened to I, too. I, I didn't know who's. I didn't really listen to St. Vincent until this year. And after I heard this album, I went back and listened to everything that she has. And I was like, why have I never personally never heard of her? Phenomenal I heard good artist. things about that album. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I really like it. Um, it's it's very it calls back to a lot of different types of genres and there's a few songs on there where i directly hear her influence and it's not in a way that feels like okay you're just ripping off of these people you see that she's in that lane because of how talented that she is you know you you get a lot of prince you get a lot of david bowie from her in a way that you're like no that's you're that kind of you're a callback to that kind of showmanship where it's that one person that can really do it all make these expansive songs so i, I was very very taken aback by that and i enjoyed that um and now for my 
actual top five. Um, I don't have these in any order, so feel free to just take them all at the same level, I would say. Uh, Vince Sables, self-titled, very concise, great production. He does his thing, keeps it light, you know, keeps it moving. And to me, that's ultimately a good sign of an artist that just knows how to just cut through the static and just give you exactly what you want to hear from them. Um, next one, salute these two gentlemen for, you know, I hope they continue to, to keep going because I've been trying to tell one of them, my boy, for so long that he could keep going if he sticks with it because, you know, he, sometimes he doubts himself. It's Stay Safe by Fooly Surfing and Just Love Hall. That's oh, a great nice. project. Nice. Fooly is, nice, yeah. you know, one of my close friends. He's a phenomenal producer, phenomenal singer. I see him getting plugs from a lot of people now. So I'm glad that, you know, he's starting to make waves in the industry. Um, I know he's good friends with like Monty. And uh, I think he's going to work with Earth Gang soon, actually. So, you know, he's, nice. he's really, um, I'm happy to see it. But that album, it came out in December of last year, but I'm counting it for this year. Um, yeah, they just really stepped up and did their thing and made like a, an amazing EP together. Um, next is Tyler. For all the reasons that you guys listed, call me if you get lost. Great, great, great project. Um, <laughs> the next two are very strange, but I, I had to go with it because when I first listened to it, I had had no idea what to expect, and I was pleasantly surprised, and we ran it back in this household many, many times. Pink Panther is to hell with it. Oh, yeah. Bop yeah. City. Bops City. I all I wanted to hear for the longest was just good liquid DNB, and that's exactly what Shorty gave oh, us. Oh Lord, that means I have to listen to it. No, oh you God. you have, have to you listen to it. The songs are no more than two minutes, and yeah. she goes from garage, she goes to drum and bass, but like it's it's very new, but very like oh wow, like you know where these things came from, and you did it, you made it your own, and you added your own elements to it, and to find out that she was the one that produced these things, she made it in her bedroom. She's only like, like and 19, her melodies are very too, very the crazy. Part nineteen, very very catchy, and her voice fits perfectly for what she's doing. So it's just, and you know it's an EP really, and a lot of the songs did come out before and she just kind of compiled it together but this was the first time that i heard it um but yeah i i love that and then lastly um another one out of left field uh it's called perihelion by Sungazer. it's a prog rock kind of project with two guys uh adam neely and sean crowder and i found out about it through adam neely um he's a phenomenal musician mostly a bassist but he's actually also one of the most prominent educational musicians on YouTube. So I'm yeah, sure that's if, you why, see, that's why I know. Yeah, if you see that name, <laughs> yeah. I, I think he, he he does a lot of educational music stuff very well. If you're any type of producer, anything involved with music, he has like very informative videos that keeps it light, keeps it fun. And he was the one that, you know, said, hey, I was making a project with this guy. So I took a listen to it and I was blown away by it. Um, yeah, again, it's on the prog rock S side you know prog side so it might be a little bit jarring for people who aren't used to like strange time signatures and stuff like that but ultimately i think it's very moody very atmospheric and i liked when it came out and every time i listen to it it's very you know reminds me of that time that it came out so that is my nice. top 10 and yeah that's it nice for me nice you know you know who didn't make this list at all j cole <laughs> 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 I was about to say it as a joke, honestly. Yeah. I was like, you know what's number yeah, one? I mean, the off that bad of an album. <laughs> oh. yeah, nah, it wasn't that bad. Nah, I ain't telling this. Nah. 
Not not on this show. God damn it. No, nah, yeah, maybe another any of those other shows. Whack ass opinions. Yeah, <laughs> probably my honorable mentions would probably be like. Where you got cob as I don't know what your honorable mention. Um, what was that, facts? <laughs> I think some of my one of my. Oh, I was gonna say one of my honorable mentions is probably uh, Mood Valiant. I did like it a, Ooh, a lot. I need. I I have to listen Hired to that more. I wanted to it. And then yeah, uh, Leon Bridges, the Gold Digger sound. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. I yeah. liked. That. I didn't get. Uh, yeah, I didn't. It that. didn't. It couldn't crack higher than the honorable benches, but I really did like it a lot too. Yeah, might as well be Alpha Jerk by Key. Roadrunner was a honorable. And then Don. Yeah. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bro, wait. <Let's> go. <laughs> Fuck out of here. That's a thumbs down. So let me tell you, I was. I forget what happened. I think I was talking to my cousin about the drink champs thing, <laughs> and then chaos. He was like. That was and then, like, once we were done with that, he was like, Donda's album of the year. And I was like, bro, we, had, I was like, absolutely no way. This album's garbage. And he's like, call me right now. He literally called me to tell me that he thought Donda, he said either Donda or call me if you get lost. I'm like, I'm good with one of these. The other one does not deserve to be here. Wild. Donda's anyway, it's on a lot of people's lists. Me neither. I don't, I don't understand. understand. I, it's I, think it's, West. I think it's truly dick yes. riding at its finest. It's not that bad. It's not it's that bad. Light but it's years not ahead of thin. Jesus is well, I mean, duh. And I hope we. Can. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it's yeah, not that all bad. All because it's light but years when against you put dog it up shit. Against other mean, it's stuff in the shit. list. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was about to say. I mean, yikes, man! I, there are there are songs on yikes, there man. that do yeah. slap. I can't even deny. And and also, I'm not even gonna front like yeah. when that first like initial stream happened. I wasn't like loving this shit but as everything went on and i started like going back and listening again i'm like this is not my favorite anything from him so i was like yeah that's what it comes down to i think i think we missed out on the opportunity to talk about a real album of the year because it came out so late so it might be album of the year next year and that's pilot talk four by currency oh shit yeah Ski big, I yeah. It was about to be a joke, yeah. and I was like, "No, yeah, we really." <laughs> it's like half a joke, but like, it's a, it's a good album. But it came out. I mean, always, but week. like this year, I think he's been putting yeah. out some really good stuff, and I think next year, yeah. I mean, yeah, he he's he, exactly. He, he has like quite a few different like yeah. producers oh. that he's working with. You know what was? You know what was? What hit my honorable mentions list? Boy Anonymous. I think Boy, you talked about that. Oh, before. Paris, Texas. Oh yeah, that's. A- oh, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, other one. Jelani, you put mm-hmm. you put me on. He put he yeah, put a red hand akimbo. Yeah, Boy Anonymous was like. Well, you, well, yeah, you yeah. you had brought it up like. Yeah, yeah, love Paris, Texas. Yeah, yeah. And I uh, ran it back, mm-hmm. and I was just like, mm-hmm. "Wow, told you." Yeah. You know what could 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 be another honorable mention for me too is two point five. Oh, I mean that's I, wow. Really? Yeah. I feel like 2.5, like front to back, is good. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. in a way that, like, I, I, I think I was listening to it in my Discord one day, and everyone's like, I never really listened to a meeting. No, I think I might have to listen to a meeting. I was like, this is, I think this is the album to really be like, huh, is this kid actually better than his singles? And the answer is yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Of uh, Bo Jackson. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Cool All of Bodie James. I, man. I haven't listened to any Boldy James. I have not listened to any Boldy James because well, yeah. I know I like I have to be ready for it. Like I have to be ready to kill somebody, and I just not, I'm never ready to kill I mean, anybody. I'm so, always yeah, bro. Ready. 
I'm ready. <laughs> oh, y'all heard that haram? Scrape the, the arm and oh, hammer joint. No. Yeah. Yo, I, people Talk are talking about, about that album like crazy. Yeah, people are talking about that album like crazy. I'm surprised. I'm surprised nobody put James Blake in. This Dre's back. I don't want to be sad. I didn't even finish the Sorry. album. What? I didn't even finish the album. So I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be sad. So I didn't I put know. it up there. I have to go back to it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I said. That. That's Dre's back. I didn't even want to listen to it. Yeah, and I didn't even. And it's something about it, like. I was talking to somebody else and he like he kind of also has a similar palette as me and he was like it was just too much it was like it's just more james blake and i was like all right cool yeah i just i don't know i guess i just didn't need it you gotta be happy for me to. yeah but sometimes more more the same is good more of a good thing is good that's true good whatever yeah i guess i just wasn't ready for it this year i don't know the world was sad so you don't want to listen to sad music True. Another uh, 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 then I'm done talking after this, but another album I wanted to listen to more, but listen to and then forgot about is the Van Jess. They came with an I album. Love Van Jess. Really, I, I like Van Jess. They're bangers. They came out with what Homegrown. I remember listening to it. And I was like, it was kind of kind of hot. And then just like anything. Also, I will also stop talking after this. Um, an honorable mention that didn't make the is Eat Your Veggies by BB. That's how you pronounce his name. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, 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 I've heard yeah. a few songs from him. I know he's very good, obscure, but I just never really dove into his projects. Very obscure guy, like just kind of under the radar. But he's, he's, he's getting up there. I mean, clean, just very clean. I, I guess the best way I can describe it is like, it is like alternative pop rap. But he he it, but it it goes it goes. Oh, and I listen to a lot of shit, and the long and short of it by quickly. Oh wow! I forgot that dropped to you. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one definitely went well. With so many, so many albums, so, so many, many. Albums. and I also. Yeah, you you know how how I feel. I always feel like I never listen to enough stuff. But according to this list that I've put down, uh, oh shit, I don't have a number on here. Whatever, that's a lot. It's fifty plus. It's it's at least a hundred, at least hundred of them. So, whatever, dude. <laughs> um. Anyway. the quarter note an album review podcast thanks for tuning in as always uh follow us at the underscore quarter note on instagram um tell us what your top records of this year were we'd love to hear it dm us unless it's donda don't oh my god just put d and then a bunch of asterisks so that we don't see the name (laughs) even if it's clb like let us know However, I might judge you heavily. Also, thank you for listening to us this oh. past year. You know what I mean? It's like, this yeah, might be the I, last I, episode right. of the year. So thank you for it. rocking with us. We worked really hard. That too. This exactly. is You know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. It's not just some too. normal app, bro. Oh. Thank the fans, bro. 
yeah tanked thanks fans. for tuning yeah thanks for listening as always i don't know why you listen to this podcast <laughs> but salute to you we be on some <laughs> shit man listen Bro. i say it i'll say it today i always say it. peace and prosperity happy new year you bitch ass niggas happy new year bitch <laughs>